0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 7 of Applied Faith. My name is Olajide Bluebody. Applied Faith is a weekly podcast where we explore the practical implications of our faith as Christians on our everyday experiences as human beings. In other words, it is where the rubber of our believing meets the road of everyday living. This week, we will be talking about fighting disappointment. Fighting disappointment. The Lord laid it on my heart to talk about this for someone. So I pray if that person is you, that you will be blessed from listening to this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, the fact that we are Christians does not exempt us from our own share of life struggles. In fact, what we find out is that most times, because of our belief, we are subjected to some things that most people would not be subjected to. And then we have to use our same belief to find our way through all those things so to be precise how about disappointments how do we handle disappointment? the things i'll be talking about are not exhaustive as they are from my personal experience but i have found out that they work for me so i hope they would work for you to remember at the beginning of this um, podcast i said it's a personal journey and i just got inspired by the holy spirit to bring others along with me So I pray by listening to these things and applying some of them, you'll find rest for your soul in Jesus name. Amen. When life happens to us and our expectations get dashed, how do we react? How are we supposed to react as Christians? Or rather, how are we supposed to respond? Well, the first thing you need to understand is whether you get what you wanted or not. God is the ultimate possession of the Christian. Jesus Christ is everything for us. So this mind needs to be in us that we are complete in God. We are complete in Christ. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10 makes us understand that we are complete in Him. So whether we get something we were hoping for or not, as long as we have Christ, we need to understand that as long as we have Christ, nothing is missing. Everything is all right. The Christian strive is not to have Christ and something but that if every other thing were taken away and christ alone is left he is still the same god told abraham in genesis chapter 15 verse 1 that i am your shield and your exceeding great reward i myself i am your reward so god is the ultimate possession of the christian we need to always remember this this will help us to minimize the impact of our disappointment but then we find out that we still Experience some emotions that are heavy in us as a result of disappointment. How do we react? How do we respond? A very effective way or method I have found is praise. Praise and thanksgiving. In Isaiah chapter 61, what we can term somewhat as Christ's mission statement. Because he himself confirmed it when he read from that book. In verse 3. It says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So here we see the solution to the spirit of heaviness, which often accompanies disappointment. It is praise, the garment of praise. The Bible says God wants us to give thanks in all things. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning us. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. God wants us to give thanks in everything, in all things. So one way to break the spirit of heaviness is to praise God, to thank Him in all situations we find ourselves in. It may not be palatable sometimes, but I'm sure you have heard of the statement, sacrifice of praise. This is what makes praise a sacrifice sometimes. You praise regardless of whether you feel like doing it or not. But I tell you, it is effective. It is the solution for the spirit of heaviness, the garment of praise. So put on this garment in all situations. And I pray God himself will liberate you from every spirit of heaviness in Jesus name. Amen. Another way to respond in our times of disappointment is to always seek to be in the presence of God. By this, I don't mean going to sit in church all day long. If that is possible for you, you can do that. But if not, the presence of God means your heart being connected to God every time. And so you have a sense of his presence. God's presence is the difference. The difference is his presence. That was why the psalmist was able to say, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. That is God's presence. So we need to cultivate a sense of God's presence by being in his presence ourselves. In Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2, God promised that, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, that is his presence again, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That is God talking about his presence. His presence makes a difference in all our circumstances. So seek to always be in God's presence. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget to praise. Don't forget to be connected by his spirit at all times. Don't break fellowship and communion with God and Jesus Christ through the spirit in your most desperate times. These are the things that will make the difference for you. You know, we have a temptation or an inclination to be weak and discouraged and to neglect the place of prayer and a place of studying the word of God and being in God's presence when we are going through times. But no, that is not the way to go. The way to go is to instead go to God. Abandon yourself before God. Then he will wrap you in the arms of his embrace and he will comfort you. We comfort your soul. I pray you experience that comfort even as you listen in Jesus' name. Amen. Another way to respond when we are going through disappointments is to ask God, God, where is the lesson? What is the lesson in this? What are you trying to teach me? That way, our disappointments are valuable to us. We look beyond regret to lessons. David in Psalm 119 verse 71 said, It is good that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. And even Jesus, we learn in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 8, that even though he was a son, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. So, God has a reason for taking us through some times. If you just sink and wallow in your regrets and don't look forward to the lesson and ask God, God, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to teach me? These things might repeat themselves in another unsavory situation, or you may not make the most of the situation you are in presently. God is furnishing us. is making us a sharp threshing instrument. Through the things he allows us to suffer. And another thing is that there are some sides to God that you may not know or learn. Until you have experienced or gone through some situations. For instance, you you might have been hearing that God is a tower. But you may not understand what that means experientially. Until you have gone through a situation that makes you want to hide from life circumstances. Then it will dawn on you. That God truly is a tower when you run to him and he's able to shield and hide you. You may not know that God is a way maker. You may not know it experientially until you have been at a dead end sometimes in life and God miraculously makes a way. You may not know that God is a comforter until you have been deeply wounded even by people you trusted and loved you may not understand the statement that jesus is the lily of the valley until you have sunk into the lowest valley in your life that everything lacked beauty then you will know that truly jesus is the beauty jesus is the lily in the valley you may not understand or know that god is a miracle worker until you have been to the end of logic so my friend Always seek to know the lesson in whatever you are going through. Whatever has brought disappointment to you, reassess the situation and see, God, what can I learn from this? Move away from regret to lessons. May God help you in Jesus' name. Amen. So lastly, I want you to know that whatever you go through, whatever disappointment, I want you to know that in God, your best days are still ahead. Your best days are still ahead. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, he said, For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope in 2nd chronicles chapter 25 verse 9 we read of a king king amaziah who had gone to hire an army some people to come and fight a battle for him and he had paid them and god instructed him through a prophet to let them go not to make use of their service It was like god how about all the money i have paid to them the prophet told him the lord is able to give thee much more than this so the same way i tell you no matter what you have lost what you have committed and didn't work didn't turn out for good god is able to restore and replenish and give you more than all those things i pray as we go into the new week the lord will give you the grace to put together all of these ways to respond to your disappointment and apply them in jesus name so i challenge you this week to know and move with the mindset that God himself is your reward. Be in God's presence always. Look for the lessons in your circumstances. And understand that your best days are ahead in God. He will give you a future filled with hope. Thank you for listening. You can drop me your comments on my WhatsApp number. 234 plus two three four eight one zero zero seven nine one nine three nine. I pray God goes with you this week and helps you to fight all your disappointments. Keep applying your faith. God bless you.